I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have my next guest here. We have Jenny Hutt, who is the co-founder and co-creator of an incredible product called Bunny Eyes. I have my pair right here that is just so, so great. Probably for the most part, you're going to be listening to me versus actually seeing me, but these are absolutely incredible and everybody should have a look at the website. We'll have all of that in the show notes. But in addition, you may recognize Jenny and her voice from her incredible show that has now been on Sirius XM for over 10 years called Just Jenny. And uh, I was lucky enough to be on her show when I was launching my book, and uh, she is absolutely incredible. So as I mentioned, Bunny Eyes is these wearable tiltable, flippable reading glasses that if you have not grabbed them, you must. And if you need readers, but find them sometimes too inconvenient to wear, definitely this is your pair. And you're going to love the backstory, how she decided to create these with her sister. Absolutely love that. And more than anything, I feel like she is a great example of a co-founder who has just figured it out. She saw a problem in the marketplace and she just went and did it. So welcome, Jenny. Thank very you. excited, very excited. So let's start at the beginning. I would sure. love to get a picture of Jenny as a child. So think oh boy. back yeah. at, to Jenny as as a child. Were you always creating things? What were you doing? Never. I mean, other than creating uh, talk shows in my bedroom with my friends, I wasn't really doing much of anything. And I think like many, many young women before me and me in my generation, I was born in 1970. So as a kid, my aspirations weren't really much more than sort of having an education and probably secondary education but not necessarily a career, which looking back on it is sort of strange, but that really was kind of the expected trajectory that I would go to high school, college, probably a graduate school, and then I would get married and have babies. And I don't think I ever really thought about what else I would actually do. So that's that's what I did. I went to college, I went to law school, and then I didn't want to be a lawyer. So hmm. I went to acting school and then I didn't want to be an actor, but I met my husband. So I got married and had two babies and did like a little bit of legal work here and there. But uh, it wasn't until around 2005 that I went to work as an executive assistant to my dad and I sort of fell into doing a radio show on Sirius XM. So First Incarnation was a radio show I did with a co-host and then I launched my own show in, in 2012, but I never 
thought about creating products. I never thought about being an entrepreneur. It just wasn't, it just wasn't in the realm of anything that I thought I was ever going to do. But Bunny Eyes really came to me at a moment when I think, and and this too, I think is really um, as important almost as the, as the launch of the product itself. I was at a point where I felt like, while I love doing my radio show and I still love it and I feel really grateful that I get to do it every day, there was this part of me that was like, I, I can't talk about myself anymore. Like I had this feeling of like, I need something else to sort of dwell on. And, and so I think I was open to having some sort of inspiration somewhere. I think there was something in like the reserves of my brain that were opening up and available to let creativity in. And this is hindsight is 2020. I didn't in the moment understand really any of it. But one day I was getting my hair blown out or colored for the gazillionth time because I'm very gray and I went gray quite young. And I was, I guess when I had the idea, I was probably 47. So now I'm 52, I'm 47 years old. And I remember being in my kitchen and someone was doing the roots of my hair. And I was so frustrated because at 44, I went from having perfect vision to having no vision, essentially. Like I couldn't, everything became fuzzy, like what happens to all of us. And I, I was getting my hair done and I was so irritated that I couldn't look at my phone and I couldn't look at my Kindle and I couldn't jot down notes and I couldn't do anything because I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, this is bizarre. How is it that like, I can't wear my reading glasses when I'm getting my hair done. Why isn't there a pair of reading glasses? Like, why aren't there glasses that you can hold in your hand? Which is so bizarre that I was yeah. like, in that again, that why was I thinking about opera glasses, essentially, in my kitchen on a random day? But I have... How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
no English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is Super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. I had this, this, this excitement in my stomach that like I hadn't felt butterflies like that in I don't know how long when that day happened. I really, and, and I got so like crazy protective of the idea, which was just a kernel. I mean, it was yes. not, it was like a germ. It was like nothing, but I got so nervous that I, and it like, just kept growing. And I remember sharing it with that day. I feel like I told my husband and I told my son and I don't know where my daughter was that day or, or what she was doing or why I didn't tell her like at that moment. But I remember telling they were the only people was just my immediate family. 
because, and I'm sure maybe this happened to you that like, you realize you maybe have a good idea and all of a sudden you get super protective of it. Yeah. Which in hindsight, again, nobody was going to take my idea. Totally. But like in the moment, I was like, oh my God, I can't share this with anybody. So I, I told my husband, I told my son and really when my son was interested in it, I thought that was exciting because he is often for me, like one of the barometers of like a good idea and a not so good idea. So he, he was thought it was really cool. And then I kept quiet and my sister and I went to a beauty parlor salon together. One day, we just happened to be at the same place. We use the same people. We're side by side in the chair and I see that she looks visibly frustrated. So I said, what did, why do you, why are you frustrated? And she's like, cause I can't read. She's 18 months older than me. So at that moment I just said, oh my God, so this is my idea. This is what I'm thinking. And we got on, um, on my app. I went on the hero zero app that Lori from shark tank created. Yeah. And I start going through the, is it a hero or a zero kind of product? And it comes back as a hero because it doesn't exist and it solves a problem and blah, blah, blah. And, and then we start discussing like what, and I went on, by the way, I went on every website, Alibaba, Amazon, Google, and tried to find what I had in my mind's eye, which would truly care just that I could hold them. This was it. Just that you could take a pair of glasses and hold them in your and hand. I didn't even think about the wearable aspect of them. And I thought of nothing but this because I wanted them to look cute and be attractive and stylish, but hold in your hand if you wanted to. So my sister knew somebody who was in the eyewear business. I mean, this is how quickly this all plays out. So now we're in July when I'm sitting next to my sister. She knew someone who was in the eyewear business. She said, you should talk to this woman who was a parent in her daughter's class in high school years prior. And I said, okay, great. I went to a diner to meet this mom who was in the eyewear business. I brought a napkin. We made an NDA on the napkin because got to do that because of course, protect the idea. And um, Andrea, our partner, it made it even better, made the concept even better because she said, if you're going to, oh, sorry, before this, I made them in my kitchen. I broke glasses and put chopsticks. I still have the picture of the first prototype of, of a frame on two chopsticks. It's so silly, but like I saw it. Do you know that feeling? Like yeah. I saw it. So Andrea, I show her that and she's like, these are great, but they should also be wearable. And I was like, hmm, right. That would even be better. Yeah. So that she was then going to China for her own company to do some manufacturing work. So she goes to the factory and we had a prototype within four or five weeks, which was wow. incredible. So now we're talking August, September, October of 2017. And we launched Bunny Eyes June of 2018. So wow. it was really, yeah, Fast. really crazy. And sort of along the way, we figured out other things about the product that were really neat, like that you could just flip one temple and lie on your side in bed. And then the temple no longer dug into the side of your head when you were lying on your side. Like that was really cool. And then people love that you could just tilt the front of the frame. So like if you're on a soccer field talking to somebody, you could then look at your phone and make your plans at the same time or watch TV and read in bed. And so there were all these features that were emerging that really we didn't anticipate or know, but having the product in our hand, we could, we could then see. So it was a very exciting time. So, and where did the name come from? 
So my mom's name was Bunny. We lost my mom in 2008. And my mother had glasses in every room. My mother was extremely stylish and hilarious and had these big, beautiful blue eyes. And her name was Bunny. So we felt it was a really nice way to honor her. It's, a, it's such a great name. I love love everything about that story. And is your sister still involved in the business? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. She's my partner, too. Yeah. yeah. And my husband actually came up with the name because we were going through like, is it? But like we were, knew we were putting Bunny in the name and then yeah. we just kept, there were so many incarnations. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, Bunny Eyes. And that was like, yes, like that just worked. Obviously you have, you know, created a show and you have your own podcast. Did you ever think like, what if no one wants these glasses? I mean, did you ever just think that the, if I fail, this will be awful? I mean, it, yeah, it, it, I didn't care. I have to right. tell you, I really just, I needed I love them. It. Yeah. I needed them. So I made them. It's sort of like when you did Hint, were you thinking like everybody has to have it or you knew that you wanted it? Like I knew that I had to make these glasses, whether somebody was going to buy them or not. And once we started protecting some of the idea and some of the concept that we didn't patent until late, which was crazy. I don't, I mean, it was so backward the way sort of that we, when we had did zero it. business plan, we, we were not well sort of thought out other than the product, which I guess was the most important because that's what sort of takes you to whatever or wherever you need to be ultimately. But no, I didn't care because I knew it was a great idea. And even like maybe for every 10 or 12 people that were like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. This is the greatest thing ever. There was one naysayer. I just didn't care, which is weird because I'm not so secure. I'm certainly impressionable. If somebody says something obnoxious or criticizes me, I feel it like everybody. And then you go, yeah. oh, really? But not with this. With this, yeah. I was like, I know it's a good idea. So like, I don't care what anybody says. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know what that sound means. Another sale has been made on Shopify. Shopify is an e-commerce site that allows you to launch and grow your business all from one place. With Shopify, you gain access to resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell their product and directly connect with their customers. Shopify helps you reach customers online and on various social media platforms, including Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, and more. Shopify store owners can also sell their products in physical locations with the Shopify POS app, and you can synchronize all your in-person and online sales. I love being able to track all my sales in one place. Shopify makes it easy to see where my sales are coming from, too, which helps me refine my strategy. Whether you're an early startup or a seven-figure business, scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities. Shopify makes that journey easier than ever. Join millions of business owners and sign up for Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Kara, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash K-A-R-A 
right now. That's shopify.com slash K-A-R-A. I think that there's there's a mindset, right? That you've got to get your... I, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time or want to be entrepreneurs who really fear failing. And yeah. that's why they don't do it. And they think, you know, it's really hard. And, you know, what if I fail? I've been successful. And so I love your story and your chutzpah of just going and, and just doing it. Because if you don't try, it's never going to be successful anyway, or you'll never know. And I think that right. that is, is such a key thing. So You've become, you're obviously a super passionate and, and very creative uh, person and, and entrepreneur. What's the best part of being an entrepreneur? I think um, it's certainly not the uh, fantasy that people have, that when you have a company or you work for yourself, that it's easy. It's, it's not easy. And if I weren't so passionate about Bunny Eyes and I didn't love what we created as much as I do, I wouldn't do it because it's hard. There are bumps, there are hills, there are valleys. um, And it is ongoing. There's constant shifting and figuring things out and and great months or great years and then not so great years and not so great months. And it's, it's hard. But what I love is that even now when we've had to sort of do some restructuring and we're going to launch a new website and, and, and um, having to get more inventory and do some new sprucing up all sorts of sort of changes within, like with every company, I'm still so darn obsessed with my product. Like I still, I love my glasses. I can't wear any other brand, like, because I love them. It's, it's just, that's why I do it. It's because I really believe in what we've created. Yeah, no, and it's solving a problem and it solved a problem for you initially. And you're helping a lot of people and, Definitely. I personally love having glasses that are not a different color than what they originally came to me um, because I'm not getting color on the sides. Yeah. I always felt like it was that the, that even with the sleeve, if you put the sleeve on the, on the glass, on the temple of the glasses, Mm -hmm. I felt like then the color wasn't getting onto my hair because it was getting onto the sleeve of the glasses. So I didn't want any, I don't want anything in my hair other than the color. That was really the inspiration. That's a really, really good point. So you talked about how hard it is to be an entrepreneur. I'd love to hear if there was, you know, one or two stories in particular that sort of stand out as, I don't know if we're going to make it. Yeah. So there were two. I think there were two. I think, and I don't know that it was that we weren't going to make it. I think that if I had to do it again, and as I said earlier, like hindsight is always 2020, but Mm -hmm. if I had to do it again, I think I would have been... Um, more uh, strategic in our launch. We had an incredibly big launch, but it was by happenstance. And we were very, very lucky that uh, Hoda Copy from the Today Show, I knew her from work. And I, in while walking down the hallway one day at work, I saw her and I told her about the glasses and I dumped them on the floor of Sirius XM so she could pick out some pairs she wanted. And we happen to have the same power need. And so she picked out a couple pairs and she loved them. And she was like, oh, I'm going to put these on TV. But it was so like, like, I'm just, it wasn't, I didn't, there was, I wasn't thinking she was really good. And I love Hoda. She's the kindest person, but like, I would never think or expect anybody to go on the Today Show and talk about my glasses just because we hadn't launched yet. 
And so, um, so she, two weeks later went on the today show without telling me and started talking about them. So we were wholly unprepared. It was the greatest gift in that we sold out of all of our inventory in a day. But then when you have that big a launch, then undoubtedly you're going to have the valley after. And now we have to come up with inventory. And now because it's a brand new concept, a brand new product, we were it was the first incarnation. So since then we have the glasses are made from a different material and there's perfection in, in sort of the hinge. And you learn about your product the more it's in the marketplace. So we hadn't had sort of that research time. Yeah. And that was that felt like struggle. I didn't think we were we were gonna have trouble from it, but I felt like I, it would have been and only a year or two later did I actually have like the sort of this the ability to see what I had learned from the experience. But it was like there was our name out there and we couldn't carry it. We weren't ready to scale at that moment at the level that sort of she put us out there. So it was to this, I mean, extraordinarily exciting. And I'm still like, she loves my glasses and she has every pair. And um, I will always send them to her because I'm so grateful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. so grateful. But and then we had other people like that who also were incredibly kind to us just because just because they liked the glasses. And that yeah. was remarkable. So that was the one thing I, I think I'd, I have sort of a better strategy for launch and sort of what to do after and make sure we're adequately prepared. Um, I think we did QVC at a point when we weren't ready that like six months later and we didn't do as well as I think we could have. And I am always hesitant to blame anyone else. So I try to take ownership of whatever I can. And I got to say that I wasn't, I wasn't ready to maybe to, to do that um, environment. And I didn't know it well enough. And maybe that was part of it too. Really interesting. So maybe being better prepared, like doing your homework on sort of yeah. that. Yeah. Done my, you know what? I've done my homework, but I, I, and I wonder if you've had this happen to you. I think that because I do so much broadcasting, I felt strange walking into QVC and onto their soundstage with their hosts. My role was very much the co-creator of Bunny Eyes, and I was there to pitch my product and to do that with them. And so I didn't bring in my day job to the discourse, and that ended up being like a weird thing. But I wasn't sure I was supposed to. And I think yeah. I would now have a different way of kind of going about the whole thing. So interesting. And then the other piece that you mentioned was just, I've talked a lot about this, that you know we've had unbelievable press over the years, but if you're not ready for the press, yeah, right? And you know, for example, when we were first getting started, we had amazing press, but it was really hard to find our product. And this is at a time when direct-to-consumer was not really an option. And so you just have to be careful about that and much more yeah. strategic. So I get that 100%. So thinking back when you were, gosh, you know, we talked about you as as a child, you obviously went to law school, you were yeah. thinking you were going to do other things. What advice would you have give your your younger self? Like knowing, I mean, you've had a few different iterations. You're still iterating, right? right. On sort of what you're going to do. But I mean, what would you tell yourself? 
I think you hit it earlier when you talked about people who don't follow through or execute on an idea because of the fear of failure. I think that I was so afraid in every aspect of my life about what people might think of me that I was always hesitant to do who knows what, whether it was because I thought someone would say I didn't look a certain way or I wasn't, I was too heavy or too red haired or not cute enough or not smart enough or not whatever enough. Yeah. I think I let that ego thing guide me. And I think with age comes the the wisdom and understanding that, hey, nobody really cares about you. They still <laughs> they care about themselves. So like all the time we waste thinking everyone's like going, she's this, she's that. They're not. They're, They're busy not. worrying who's thinking about them. Yeah. And also just, I think that having um, the joy of entrepreneurship and having a product is it, again, it's sort of about the other thing. It's not about you as well. So that... I think it was another differentiation that instead of sort of worrying about what I could be as me, maybe I could have thought about what I could create. And I I didn't really think like that. You're obviously very motivating. You seem very motivated. I mean, you're very busy uh, and so appreciative that you joined us here today. But is there a quote when you think gosh, I got to get back up and I've got to get myself, I've got to be in the game. I mean, that really kind of gets to you. Yeah. There is not a quote, but there is a a mantra that I kind of live with because I also, I used to be really heavy and I lost a lot of weight um, 14 years ago. And I live my life a certain way in a very sort of orderly kind of way. And what I've learned through living that kind of, in a sense, disciplined life is that motivation never works. Like maybe it'll get you to take one step, but what gets any job and anything done is doing it on a regular basis, whether you want to or you don't. So if that's with your company, with your family, with your body, with your health, you have to just sort of do the things that you know that you have to do, whether you want to do them or you don't. And I think that's sort of how I I try to live my life. Well, that is... uh a great note to end on. So thank you so much for that. And it was, as I mentioned, such a pleasure, Jenny, to have you on. You are so motivating and always up to something. I can't wait to hear what's what's next. And obviously, you have so many new designs that are coming out too. Uh, we'll definitely have the website and where people thank can you. Here, just Jenny on um, Sirius as well, five days a week, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and I appreciate everything about uh, you. And hopefully, all of the listeners will also uh, definitely go out and buy a pair of uh, bunny eyes. I should tell you that my daughter, who does not color her hair yet, the first thing that she said, oh, these are great for lying down on my bed and reading. See? Um, And actually, it was one of my best friends that said that. One of my best friends was like, oh my God, I can lie in my bed and read on my side with one template. And I was like, Haley, you are not getting a royalty, but thank you. Yes, exactly. So she uh-huh. she really this is for every age. So it's we make it's, blue light blockers without power. So I can send her a pair if she wants. Oh, that's amazing. Well, that yeah. is that is super super great. Thank you. Thanks all for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and I want to thank all of our guests and our sponsors, and finally our listeners. Keep the great comments coming in. 
And one final plug, if you have not read or listened to my book, Undaunted, please do so. You will hear all about my journey, including founding, scaling, and building the company that I founded, Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening.